You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Good morning, campers. Alan Jerry. Don't worry, it's only an hour long, and most days it doesn't suck. Monday. You know, it does suck. The NBA All-Star Game, and that's not just me saying that. Vianney Scazzeri, what is up? How are you? And across from me, his name is Al Mac Dukes. What's up? Good morning there, Jerry Recco. It's President's Day. You are you going to pull the Evan Roberts for me and uh, run down all the presidents in order? I could not do that. You could not. I could not. I could probably go backwards until... Uh, until... Uh, me too to Kennedy. Hey, not Kennedy. Uh, um, Carter, who yeah. I think is in hospice care now. He is in hospice care. Yeah. I'm the same. I can go back to that's Carter. Maybe uh, maybe Nixon. Was Nixon before Carter? Yes. Gerald Ford. Yeah. Oh, Gerald Ford. <laughs> Nixon, <laughs> LBJ, Kennedy, Eisenhower, Truman. Yeah, we really, we're, we're good. Yeah, and then fine. Lincoln. A lot of people no, don't realize. No, it was Lincoln not Lincoln was... then. That's not true. Who's your favorite president, Jerry, in your time? Ronald Reagan. Actually. Jerry, you and your Reaganomics. <laughs> um, if we're being serious, yeah. I would say his first term yeah. as president, George Bush. George Bush. The younger one. The younger Bush. Because of how he handled 9-11 and the whole scenario. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. That's where I would go. All right. Care to share with us who you voted for your last few elections? Uh, I'll be happy to share with you that I did not vote the last two elections because I did not like any of the candidates. Wow. And anybody that wants to text me or tweet me or tell me that that's my right, go away. No. Th- that is as much your right, Jerry. I as- will not. If I don't like the candidate, mm-hmm. I will not vote for them. Right. And I'm not going to give someone a vote that doesn't deserve it in my mind. Perfect. And the last two, I have not voted. I have nothing wrong with that, Jerry. I hate when they go, uh, just pick someone. No. No, if I you don't, don't want to just an- pick. That's not right. And if you don't have an educated yeah, well, thing or know something about the candidates. What do they you- say about opinions? They're like buttholes, Jerry. Everyone's got one. Even though most times people have no idea what they're talking about. Yeah. I have a weird uh, voting history, I think. Like, okay. I voted for Donald Trump twice. All right. I voted for Obama twice. Okay. I voted for Clinton twice. So when you like a guy, you like a guy. That's yeah, not like weird. Well, I mean, you're changing party lines, but so what? You're voting for the guy you like. Right. It's weird that you vote for Trump and Obama. But it's not. You know what? It's not. If that's See, there are certain people that are going to vote one party line yeah. their whole life, regardless of what they stand for. Well, I think I'm doing that nowadays. Maybe, but you have it. Your history tells you differently. Right. My history tells you differently, but currently, I'm But that's because of where we're at and what's going on. Correct. Like my father-in-law used to tell me, it used to drive him crazy that people would just vote one way. Yeah. It's like, well, what if you don't like the guy? 
He goes, I'm not voting for him. And then he would look up the other guy, and right. I'm like, good for you. Got to look the guys up, Jerry. Yes, of course. I, I voted for Clinton. I know that for sure. To me, he, when he was president, he was a cool president. I thought he was cool. Yeah, things turned a little uncool there for him. <laughs> it always, you hang around that, you get a second term, Jerry. Yeah. Things are going to go sideways. But the Lewinsky thing was his first term or second? Maybe. No, I'm asking you. I really don't know. Eddie, do you know the answer to that? I think it was his first. His first. Mm. And he got elected again? <laughs> oh, <laughs> Who the hell wow. was he running against, Jerry? <laughs> I don't remember. I don't even, was Clinton elected twice? I don't even know. This is how dumb I am. No, Clinton had two terms. He did. Clinton had two terms. Obama had two terms. The Bush. Bush. Bush had two, his father only had one. The father had one term. Correct. Bush. You know what I never, you ever hear like when you brought up Ronald Reagan, they go Reaganomics. I have no idea what that even means, <laughs> but it's fun to say. The trickle down economy. <laughs> Freaking <laughs> Reagan with his Reaganomics, Jerry. <laughs> care, care to explain, Al? <laughs> no, I wouldn't. I don't have time to get into Reaganomics here, oh, Jerry. No, we got 55 minutes. I don't. I would love to explain it to you simpletons. Try 60 seconds. <laughs> You're not going to understand it. As we don't. I remember I was on vacation with my family when Reagan was president. We had flown. You know, my dad worked for Delta. Yep. And while we were on vacation, the air traffic controllers. Went on strike. Went on strike. And he fired all of them. <laughs> oh, how am I getting home? You better rent a car. <laughs> Driving back from Kentucky. I remember we had the, the uh, television on in the... Uh, Hotel? Yeah. And they're like, Ronald Reagan has fired all the air traffic controllers. Like, huh. <laughs> That's a problem. <laughs> hey, Dad. <laughs> I was actually thinking about that the other day. So I was in Wisconsin with Rutgers on, Saturday, on Friday and Saturday. Yeah. So whatever, we get back, and I'm driving past the airport to come home, and I'm looking at the tower and everything, and I'm thinking, there are certain jobs that you wonder when you're allowed to do it for the first time in charge. Correct. Whether it's surgery, whether it might be a pilot on an mm-hmm. airplane or an air traffic controller. Yeah. Like you got to be nervous as hell. All right. You're good. Right. Am I though? <laughs> like you're responsible for hundreds if not thousands of planes crossing in the sky and landing at the right time. And I don't know how they do it now, but there was like you know when the news would do like a feature on them, there was a weird very basic way they were keeping control of planes at one point. They were just like on a on a whiteboard. They're like, <laughs> oh, here's one and we'll Was that 1940? No, it was unfortunately <laughs> Uh, recently to recent times oh my god well that's a good fallback in case the uh the the satellite communications go down i suppose absolutely jerry yeah are we cleared for landing i don't know <laughs> i, I hope don't so. know where you are on this radar what are you seeing <laughs> i'm seeing ufos i got balloons over here spy balloons oh, kids man. balloons i'm blowing up balloons i will tell you though when we were landing in uh, madison on saturday or friday night whatever it was so the the plane circles i mean it happens all the time so once for, we come under the clouds and there's like there's a snow everywhere. That's your phone. Oh, oh really? God. Madison, right. Wisconsin, yeah, snow. It was snow everywhere. It was 14 degrees. It was freezing out. But as the plane's circling, like I'm looking out the window, like where is there a runway? Mm-hmm. I would think it would be like I watched Die Hard. You could see the lights. Yeah. From far. Where's this guy landing? He don't know. And the next thing you know, you're landing. <sighs> Not that bad. Yeah. So this episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy celebrity interviews, or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates – 
Price and coverage match limited by state law. Jerry, I'm very confused. I, I like to read sports. On no, the you don't. You like yeah. to read headlines. Right. And then You're when a headline, headline confuses me, I, okay. I read the article. All right. I cannot tell you whether Derek Carr visited the Jets or Derek Carr is going to visit the so Jets. So I heard starting on Friday night that I don't, by the way, don't know the answer right. to this. How do we but I will know? tell you that starting Friday night, the story was that Derek Carr is en route to meet with the Jets. Right. Then I had heard that Derek Carr met with the Jets. One talk show host on this radio station, I believe, on Saturday said he was having lunch with the hierarchy Who on said Saturday. That? I don't know if Evan, Evan Roberts? It might have been. That the, but not that he was reporting it, that he read that they were, right. they were getting together. Then I heard Pete Hoffman Sunday morning say that either he had a meeting with the Jets on Saturday or he was having his meeting on Sunday. Yeah. Then I heard EJ coming in saying <laughs> he either met with the Jets or is going to meet with the Jets. Who knows? Here's what you know. Derek Carr, at some point, mm-hmm. either was here or will be here. No one saw him out like in uh, I don't know. Florham Park at a I, diner. I read so many different things and heard different things. I don't know. Yeah. Not sure. What I have heard are Jet fans not happy. Oh, really? Not interested? (laughs) So Pete Hoffman had the take of, you have to sign him. Don't let him leave. He's your answer at quarterback. (laughs) Then I heard other people say, this guy stinks. He's okay. He's past his prime. He's not the savior. And then other people are like, eh, it's okay. So we're assuming at this point Aaron Rodgers is not coming here, right? I'm not assuming that. Why would you assume that? I don't know. Not at all. I feel like the buzz has died down. Why? There was some guy that said uh, the Packers have had enough of them. Which I, I don't know if you read that story. Report. That story was hilarious. Yeah. Packers are, I'll give you the quote here. D- are these headlines. Packers are, quote, disgusted with Aaron Rodgers. Did you They're read the story? Done with him. Did no. you read the story? Oh, you have to read the story, though. I was just excited to know that he's probably going to respond to that on Pat McAfee show whenever he comes out of his uh, his uh, dark dungeon. I want, But I want to read you the quote because I could not believe that this article was written this way. Uh, so that article, do you remember who actually wrote it? I thought it was on Pro Football Talk. No, but I don't know I, who wrote I, it. Though. I thought I saw it in the New York Post. You're probably right, but all right, here you go. I want to read this. Eddie, just watch my fader. I don't know if there's gonna any video is gonna pop up on this stupid computer. So I saw the same thing you saw. Aaron Rodgers has disgusted the Packers. So when I go to this article, my thought was someone got to someone in the Packers organization in the front office and anonymously told them it's enough with We're this guy. We're sick of this guy. Right. So this was Bob McGinn, longtime Packers writer. That's fine. That would be like Rich Cimini doing yeah. this, too. So I'm thinking, oh, I wonder who he has talked to. So as you read on, he did a podcast. And this is where this, this story, which I think went almost viral over the weekend, comes from. This is his quote. As of right now, I'm convinced, based on my own instincts and okay. knowing the NFL... Um, and of all these defeats and discussions, uh, that's the way it is right now. He's not coming back. They're disgusted with him, and they're done with him, and they're moving on. Based on my knowledge of the Packers and my my uh, full knowledge of Reaganomics, I can tell you that the trickle-down theory I mean, is that. By the way. He did say he has someone with firsthand knowledge of the organization, not someone in the organization. But if this guy's a long-time writer, Jerry, I believe him. Okay, so if Rich Cimini said that the Jets, based on my own instincts and knowing the NFL, yes. the Jets are signing Derek Carr. And the headline was the Jets are signing Derek Carr. And then you read that. You're like, well, no, they're not. Right, we, they might. Right. But that's just his opinion. This is this guy's opinion. This is not... 
you know, the, the I say Packer ownership, but that's everybody. It's not the Packer GM, Gutenkunst, that told someone, this is a longtime writer who has an opinion. Right. That's the headline? And you said it before, Jerry, opinions are like buttholes. <laughs> By the way, uh, alert listener Greg Giannotti sent me this tweet that's a photo of Derek Carr enjoying lunch with Robert Sala at Fiorni... Fiorno Restaurante in Summit, New Jersey. There you go. Right. So way, I think it's fair. So based on that, it's fair to say he he has met with the Jets. They're the only the only table in the restaurant with people in it, and whoever took this photo from their table. <laughs> yeah, it was probably the waiter. Yeah, <laughs> pretty cool. Well, it's like the All picture right, so of, with them. That's like the picture of Rex Ryan in the hotel lobby in Denver. Did you see that? No. Like if you were wondering if he's really in Denver. Oh, he's there. He's there. Someone uh, took a photo of him sitting at a table in the lobby of a hotel in Denver. Well, that I did see a confirmation that he interviewed on Saturday. Right. So I hope he gets it. that job. I think he's getting that job. Yeah. I, it's, My insider said. I still prefer him as a head coach, though. Yeah, I, I agree. But I feel like you, you got to hear ease. from him as a coordinator. You got to ease. He's got to ease back into it. Yeah I, yeah, I suppose. But, I mean, he's not a young man anymore. What are we easing into? No. Just like, hey, guess what? I'm back. Kicking ass. Then I yeah, but he's not going to do that. They're not going to have a press conference for him because he's the defensive coordinator. He's a talker, Jerry. Yeah, Thursdays during the NFL season or Fridays you'll get to hear from him, and we won't hear from him because it'll be Friday. Here's what we need. Hard knocks Denver Broncos. Sean Payton, Russ Wilson, Rex Ryan. Sign yeah. me up for HBO. I guess. I'm kind of over that show. Plus, Jerry, I'd love to see that long-haired freak who's going to try to make special teams this year. Did you watch the XFL this weekend at no. all? I did. There I watched a little buzz. bit yesterday. I gotta say there was a little slight buzz to it. it I, I I'll tell you this: I watched some of the game in San Antonio. Okay, uh, I think that was the Battle Hawks and the Brahmas. I think the I Brahmas. if I got the team names wrong, you got okay. it. I got that right. The road team, which I think was St. Louis, Correct. I think looked like the Detroit Lions, which was kind of, the uniforms were cool. Yeah, I thought the football was actually pretty good. And they had the lower bowl of that stadium was completely full. The upper deck wasn't, but the lower bowl was completely full. Now, I don't know if the graphics on, on the graphics, if the audio on TV was piped in or not, but there seemed like a really good atmosphere. I thought the play was, wasn't great, but it wasn't terrible. I didn't feel like I was watching high school football. It was, and yeah, Al it was, was wondering good. if there was a Jack Cohen watch party uh, on Long Island somewhere. Because he was quarterback. Maybe there might have been. And they had this, the replay, which was great. I like the one, two, and three-point extra points. Same. I thought it was neat. I really did. Like, it wasn't one of those things I'm like, this is goofy. I thought it was well done. Right. After a touchdown, teams can go for one from the two-yard line. They could go for two from the five-yard line, or they could go from three from the ten-yard yeah. line. I, I love that. I Let's... think I'd go for two every time. Yeah. The ten-yard line's a little difficult, but if you're in a spot where you need the three, great. It's available. The one is what it is, but to me... I would go for two every time from the five. So wait, so that means if uh, a touchdown is six points and you go for three, that you can only get nine points. You can't get ten points. Correct. No. So you can't really get the – you really can't on one drive get a touchdown and field goal amount of points. No. You can get a Just touchdown and the extra points that are available. Just double-checking. I thought it was, I really did. I thought it was neat. I didn't Listen, I'm not going to sit here and tell you I watched the whole game. I didn't. I watched ten minutes of one. I put another one on for ten minutes, and I feel like I got a pretty good feel for it. Um, but I also got locked into the golf documentary that's on Netflix now, so that kind of took my attention away. But I did like it, and I would check it out again. The and the replay thing, stuff was very cool with Dean Blandino. Yeah, that was the other cool thing I think people liked on social media was they, they call it the transparent video review. 
Yeah, they show you everything. So you see what, Dean Blandino? He's in the control room. Thinking out loud? Absolutely. Well, he's in communication with the official that's on the field. And he's talking his way through what he sees and then where the ball should be placed and why he's making the call. I definitely see the two feet are down or whatever the case may be. Um, But you hear everything as well. He's gotten assist. This is also, though, so you had, it was four games this weekend, all at different times. This is what I have said now for years with the NFL. They make enough money. Have a replay official for every game. It's not that hard, and you can do it just like this. But instead, I don't. I guess they don't do that. There's a replay center that's watching everything. How about you pay someone to watch a game? Right, and I would love to see this played out. But unfortunately, in the NFL, we go to commercial immediately upon yes. stop a play. You've got to make that money. Right, so we wouldn't even be able to see this. Four, is it four? I think it's four breaks per quarter. That are written in, or is it three? I feel like they can also four. add it. Like I feel like, let's say they took their four breaks, and then someone gets hurt, they take another break. Sometimes they do. Yes, they call them bonus breaks. Oh yeah, bonus, bonus boneless yes. breaks. Bo- well, or bonus breaks, boneless bonus. It depends on where you're sitting. So, all right, quick break. Five seventeen. We are just underway as we start a new week. We got Boomer and Geo coming up at six on the fan.